this time. That's great news. Yay! This is Let's Never Meet. Yes, it is. I'm Elle. I'm Rissa. And, and, uh, I guess today Rissa has a surprise. I don't know this case. It's a secret. It, I mean, you may have heard of it. I, I doubt it because, uh, okay, so you talk about, like, going down, you know, a rabbit hole. Yeah, that's what happened to me. I somehow ended up on a, like, murders in Illinois Wikipedia uh, directory thing and literally clicked through all of them. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I do when I'm supposed to be working. And uh, this one was just too batshit crazy and hilarious to not tell you about. <laughs> but I wanted to keep it a secret because there's some stuff in here that you're going to react to that I wanted it to be like first time reaction. Great. I'm so excited. If you and I were to become criminals, this is how it would go. I can And it ain't wait. good. Because I know how my life has gone uh-huh. just this evening. My kid shit in her pants and yeah, it was literally paddied in her underwear. It was Then disgusting. she somehow figured out how to piss on the floor from sitting on the toilet. Don't understand how that happened. Uh-oh. And then she dumped cottage cheese on the wood floors. So... This evening's going great. Yeah. That's pretty much how my life goes in That's general. That, okay, anything that I plan goes wrong. <laughs> always. Not always to a horrible extent. Just like a, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I mean, I've had, like, well, I booked a trip to Puerto Rico, and seven days later, a hurricane destroyed the island. We aren't going to talk about this. Um, But then also, like... We were dri- me and my friend were on a road trip. We were driving to Denver for an outdoor concert, and it blizzarded the day before we got there. So like the airport and everything was shut down. So we didn't even know if we'd get to go. Like, just everything that I plan goes, if not majorly, Awry. just slightly askew. Yeah, it never works right. <laughs> it's like a joke at my house because I'll tell my mom, I'm like, well, I planned it, so it's probably gonna not go well. <laughs> Uh, well, before we get into that, do we have any updates? Oh, yeah. We recently hit 1,000 downloads. What? That's yeah. amazing. I know. I li- Well, okay, so I'm not going to lie. I very rarely get on and see how- I log on every single day. I don't. I don't know why. <laughs> I just don't think to. And then I got on one day and I was like, huh? So I had to I had to screenshot that. Yeah. Um also someday my uncle Dory will be listening to this because he made me find it on his phone. And do you know how hard it is to search podcasts when everything's in Hebrew? Probably pretty fucking hard. Difficult, but I found us. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that'd be. And I subscribed and he was listening. He's like, That's you? Is that you? I'm like, Yes, that is me. <laughs> He's so cute. He's on his way back to, to Tel Aviv as we speak. Oh. Yeah. Bummer. Uh, anything else? Uh, our Patreon page is up. Yeah, running. give us money. <laughs> I haven't checked it in a really like. I don't even know I how to log on to it. it. But if you wanted to donate, that would be super appreciated. Yeah, because one of my goals before I turn thirty, which is a year and two days from now, I want to get us new microphones. Yeah, that would be great. Then we don't have to like sit in a back set up cave. all these little shields and stuff because our mics pick up everything. And yeah, and like be, oh, ha- I can thing. only half see her, and she can only half like I can only see the top of her head, and if she looks at me, she can only see the right half of my face. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it's not cute. No, it's not good setup here. No, it's not at all. I'm also sitting on a 
child's couch on the floor. So I'm sitting on a real couch, but I'm leaning forward, so my back's going to be aching like a mofo later. All right. I think complaining corner is over, so let's move along. Yeah, I mean, we're happy, though. I know it sounds like we're complaining, but we'll do it. What are you doing <laughs> for, over there? For all of you. I'm checking our listens, our downloads. Oh, because I'm like... Because I haven't checked I, them in since I can I, just, I can only see her top of her head, but I can see her hands, like, doing something, but I can't tell what it was. I was like, what is she doing? I haven't checked them since I started my new job. Ooh, yes. Congrats on that. Thank you. You've escaped from the pits of hell. Yes. Although, thank you to the pits of hell because they brought you to me. Yes. That's, like, the only good thing yeah. that came from it. And we have another friend that it brought to us, but... She doesn't listen, so she'll never hear this. Yeah, she's supposed to, but she doesn't. Fuck you, Paige. <laughs> we hate you, Paige. We love you. <laughs> Just kidding. We love you. Bye-bye. Any other updates? Um, Brent Christensen was sentenced to life. Great. That's fantastic. They... If anyone doesn't remember, that's from... Ying, ying, ying. Yeah, he's the fucking crazy ass that Stole her off her. the road. Um, but it was not unanimous for death, so he will be serving life. That's very unfortunate, because if there's anybody that needs to just be swept right off off the earth it's him yeah it is him okay should we get into what we're doing yes okay have you ever heard of Lori dan um i feel like i have you might have heard of the big thing but i guarantee you have not heard about this whole shebang she's a lady from the 80s okay i feel like i've in illinois She's us, just a criminal. <laughs> oh, good. But not a good one. And by not a good one, I mean not that she was a very bad person. She was a very bad criminal. A very bad she criminal. is Richard Speck as a girl. Oh. But, like, different. No. She, it, you'll see. That ain't no good. <laughs> he did stupid stuff that he achieved what he set out to do. It was just stupid. Hers is a little different, but still stupid. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yes. So this is the... And I use quotes. The quote, crime spree, end quote, of Lori Dan. Because <laughs> I don't know if you can really call it that. <laughs> it, it's an attempted crime spree? Yeah, it's definitely a try at a crime spree, but... A crime spree, if you will? Yeah, that's a good one. So Lori Ann Wasserman was born October 18th of 1957 in Chicago, Illinois, to an accountant named Norman... And his wife, Edith Joy. Was his name Norman Bates? (laughs) No, his name was Norman Wasserman. Oh, okay. That takes all the fun I mean, if your name is Norman, you're one of three things. Psycho. A psycho. (laughs) An accountant dork. I mean, you're an accountant, but not a a taxidermist. (laughs) Yeah, or a dog. So four. (laughs) Because I'm pretty sure I have a friend that has a dog named Norman. That's the cutest dog's name ever. Yeah, I think so he's like a, is Winston. I think he's she. She, I, she might have both, and I think they're both like basset hounds or something. No, a corgi named Winston is where it's at. I want a corgi girl named Poppy. Oh my god, that's so cute. That's my dream dog. Uh, I want a corgi so fucking Me bad. too. They're Austin little butts. Will not allowed. That's how my mom is. I'm so mad. They're short little legs and they're little poofy butts. I follow this one on Instagram and his name is Cornelius. Oh. Cornelius the corgi and it's so cute. Have you ever watched the show, um... Oh, crap. What is it called? Anyway, it's these two British comedians and they're pretending to be royalty in the United States and they're touring around and... 
their names are Georgie and Poppy. So if I ever had corgis, if I had a boy and a girl, their names would be Georgie and Poppy. <laughs> but you. they but they tell Americans they're like we're the forty fifth in line to the throne, and they're not. But they do. <sighs> we'll have to almost royal. That's what it's called. We have to find it and watch it because it's the funniest stuff ever. Like, <laughs> there's a scene where they're doing a bike tour in, like, Los Angeles or wherever, and they go by the bathroom where um, George Michael, like, got in trouble for having sex with a guy in the bathroom or whatever. The guy from Wham. Mm-hmm. And the one's like, yeah, with friends with benefits. And Georgie's like, well, Pulpy's my friend with benefits. And they're like, N- no. Yeah, well, she's my sister and she's my friend. And they're like, stop <laughs> saying that. Like, and, like, there's one where they go and see where Paul Revere, he's like, oh, we're the traitor. Like, like they, it is just, it's hilarious. And they go to, like, Detroit and do rap battles. And they, like, go to, like, a cow sperm auction thing. It's, it's hilarious. It's so funny. And they say that their dad so got killed when a, he was farming on the land, or, no, he was hunting on the land, and a bullet ricocheted off a metal sign and killed him. So they have an urn, and they're saying they're taking their dad on a road trip. Oh it's hilarious. <laughs> we'll have to find it. Anyway, Georgie and Poppy. Those are my corgis someday. Perfect. Anywho, Lori Ann Wasserman here was raised in Glencoe, which is a north suburb of Chicago. North side. None for you, Glencoco. <laughs> yeah. So Lori graduated from New Trier High School in Winnetka, Illinois. No. Glenn ni- Coco had all of them. None for you Gretchen Wieners. Yeah, 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 yeah. I fucked it up. It's I can't okay. believe I fucked up a Mean Girls reference. It's okay. I just let <sighs> you go with it. Um, so she graduates from high school in Winnetka, Illinois in 1975. She was known to be uh, kind of shy and withdrawn in school, which is uh, apparently... You're, okay, if you end up being a crazy person, you are either the shy, withdrawn, quiet, weird kid that nobody talked to, or... The most popular uh-huh. person in the school. And I was just average, so you're safe for me. Yeah. She had really poor grades in high school, which being shy and withdrawn, she had nothing else to do but homework, so you think she'd right. have good grades. Yeah, um, but she attends Drake University in Des Moines, Iowa. How f- Okay. I- how did Gacy go okay. to college without wait, even wait, finishing wait. high school? Okay. At first I thought you s- I was thinking of Duke, and I was oh, like, no, no, what she the didn't go to fuck Duke. did she go to Duke? She went to Drake. She failed high school. She went to some other dude's university. Gotcha. Um, in Des Moines. And her grades improved, which, that's There's good, nowhere to go but up if you're at the bottom. True. So she transferred school <laughs> to uh, the University of Arizona. That's far <laughs> To become a teacher. Okay. I, why? I don't know. She I actually a- have quite a few friends from Illinois that went to University of Arizona. I don't know why. Hmm. It's really nice there. But, uh, That's weird. Yeah. So she starts dating a pre-med student um, while she's there. And the relationship becomes serious pretty quickly. Maybe that's why they all go there. Because <laughs> there's a Snag me a future program. rich one. Yeah. Uh... uh yeah, I think my friend did her pre-med there. Mm-hmm. And then went to medical school in the Caribbean. The fuck? Yeah. Living the life, man. It's probably cheap there. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, why not, I guess. I don't right? Know. Um, Lori then becomes possessive and demanding in her relationship with this pre-med student. Well, yeah, you can't be losing that cash. No, get your hooks in him, girl. Especially when you're going to school to be a fucking teacher. Yeah, you ain't gonna make crap. No. Well, don't worry. She don't become a teacher. <laughs> That's extremely comforting. 
Yeah, yeah, she can't even do that. I don't even know what she's done yet, but I know that if she's the subject of this podcast, I don't want her to be a fucking teacher. No, no, no. Although she does something equally troubling as a career. Um, In the summer of 1977, she attends... (laughs) She again moves colleges and attends the University of Wisconsin in Madison. She is all over fucking jet setting all over the Taking place. home economics courses. Okay, first of all, Madison is beautiful. Been there lots of times. Second of all, home economics courses. Huh? In college? Well, it's the 70s, so I don't know if that's different, but... I, I took an adult living class in high school and... Oh my God. I don't... Tommy had understand what you do with a home economics degree other than teach, teach home, home economics, economics which is like life skills that you should have by the time well i took adult living and they taught us how to do laundry okay but like why would you need to take additional classes on home ec when by the time you're old enough to teach home ec you should fucking already know how to do all that shit yeah i don't know it's weird it was very bizarre. Yeah, so in 1980, the relationship is failing with the pre-med student. So she moves... She must not have been practicing her home ex skills. No, no, no. And she moves back to her parents' house, and she transfers again. This to Washington. Is, this is five years into this college go of hers. <laughs> okay, hey. She, sometimes it takes people Did you go longer. to five schools in five years? No. Mm. No, I only went to three. That's still kind of a lot. Well, I went to community college. That makes sense. That's and then okay. PSA: Go to community college first. Okay, bye. I went to community college. Then I went to university for a semester, and then uh, because my parents are still married and make you know just above like poverty level, I couldn't get any funding to go back to school, so I didn't get to go back. So yeah, it's hard. I went to an online university. You did it. That's all that matters. Yep. Okay. In nineteen, I might, I may add that I was also working full time when yes. I earned my degree. That's so. much better. Snaps. Snaps for you. For I'm going to go back to school hopefully soon. <laughs> um. So she transfers to Northwestern University. That's where Gacy got his business degree. Ooh. Uh, but she drops all of her classes shortly after that and never finishes a degree. So she spent five years doing this and didn't get a single degree. Because she kept switching and switching schools. Totally unrelated majors, too. It's yeah, not like she went from... Every time she switched to school, she switched her major. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Home ec? What? Teaching? I don't even know what she was going to Northwestern for. No. That didn't last very long. No, well, probably nothing, because she dropped out. True. And here's... She, okay. She starts getting weird. So... In September of 1982, Lori meets and marries a man named Russell Dan, who was an executive at an insurance broker firm. Is he from, like, Texas or something? Russell Dan. He sounds like a ranger, I'm Russell, Russell Dan. Dan. I just can picture, a, like, a commercial. I like to eat my Jimmy Dean sausage. <laughs> I picture a commercial on TV for him, for his, like, insurance thing. I'm Russell Dan. Come on down and we'll set you up with some real good policies. No, no, I feel like he's, a, like, a Texas... Law firm, like, yes. did somebody injure you? <laughs> Were you injured in an automobile accident? <laughs> Call Russell Dan. Come on down. Yeah. But no, he's from Chicago, so he's like Russell Dan from Chicago. You know <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, from Chicago. Ugh. All right. Well, anyway. that totally blew my image of him. Yeah, that damn cowboy Russell. hat with the snake boots, the big belt buckle. 
Maybe used car salesman. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. 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 But he's like a used car salesman, like Matilda's dad. Yes, and he yeah. messes with all stuff. Yeah, he like rubber cements the bumpers back I on. I love that movie. <laughs> I know. I so wanted to be Matilda. I know. I'm like, if I could just fling this carrot at somebody, <laughs> oh, life would be good. I know. So that was me though. Just books. Like who? What did I say the other day? Oh, I said I had never done or watched. Oh, I said something about how I never watched, I've never watched Scooby-Doo, and I was looked at the like- The fuck? I said, I read a lot. <laughs> I was like, I don't know my excuse, I, I read a lot of books, I, uh, I didn't watch a lot of cartoons as a child. Okay. I don't know. Anyway. Moving on. Yeah, so Russell's family quickly is like, eh, something's wrong with this girl. They quickly notice signs of obsessive compulsive disorder and- Quote, strange behavior. Oh, really? She would just leave trash around the house on purpose. Like, she would just, like... Okay. Trash lives there now. Um, Like, she would just do it on purpose. I think my whole family has this (laughs) problem. (laughs) I mean, I don't think that they're doing it on... Well, I mean, maybe the little one, but they're not doing it on purpose. Because, like, I leave stuff sitting, but I don't actively go, like, I'm leaving this pile of trash right here in the floor. (laughs) Yeah. You know? My mom would probably think I do, but I don't. <laughs> so she sees a psychiatrist for all this crap, and he blames her childhood and upbringing as the cause of her problems. I don't know anything about her childhood or her upbringing. She didn't write a book about it? <laughs> <laughs> and pose seductively on the cover? Right. No, no, she didn't. Hmm. Might have been a lot easier for everyone to understand if she had. Right. Everyone should. <laughs> Especially the seductive cover part. <laughs> that's in reference to nothing anyone will know anything about, but that's I know, fine. that's what's funny. <laughs> but we know. Okay. On October, in October of 1985, Lori and Russell separate and begin divorce proceedings. When did she get married? In did 82. Did I miss that part? <laughs> Just in 82. Okay. What yeah. year are they getting 85. Okay. Yeah. And, Some uh, longevity there. Yeah. Um, it is described as acrimonious. Which is not good. It's not a good word anyone wants to describe anything as. It means not good. I don't know the actual definition, <laughs> okay. but it ain't good. I was going to say, I don't think I know what you mean. Hey, Siri. What does the word acrimonious mean? Acrimonious means typically of speech or a debate. Angry and bitter. Okay, thank you. Bye. <laughs> Until next time. Angry and bitter. Angry and bitter, apparently. So, not good, like I said. Lori makes claims that Russell is abusive to her. In the following months, the police were called to investigate various incidents, i.e. <laughs> harassing phone calls to Russell's phone and his family's phone. So Certainly not her. Yeah, no. Why would it ever be the one he's divorcing that's making threatening phone calls? Right. That doesn't even make sense. Nobody does that. No. So, in April of 1986, Lori accuses Russell of breaking into and vandalizing her parents' home where she's been living. Guaranteed, 10 for 10, she broke into it, vandalized it's it. It's like Jodi Arias where her grandparents' house got robbed and <laughs> right. the only thing missing was a gun that she later used to kill someone. Right. Oh, that bitch. Sometimes we gotta do her. Yeah. That is insane in the membrane. And... I have personal ties to a person involved in the story. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. (laughs) That's funny. Anyway, um, so after this, you know, he breaks in, supposedly vandalizes the house. Lori purchases a Smith & Wesson 357 Magnum. Of course she does. 
as any woman does, mm-hmm. tells the salesman she needs it for self-defense. Well. <laughs> okay, when you go buy a weapon, I don't think you should broadcast that you're going to use it for self-defense because yeah, then when you... like what they're for. No, I'm saying like if you were like, oh, I'm just feeling unsafe and whatever. Not, I'm using it for self-defense. I feel like it was purposely like, I'm going to shoot somebody with it. And yeah, then I'm I mean, say it's self-defense. if you come up running up in my house, yeah, but ain't nobody run up in my house. I'm fucking shooting you. Oh, just wait though; it gets funny. Goodbye. I'm spraying and praying, <laughs> shooting everybody. <laughs> yeah. So the police were like, "Um, Lori, we don't think you should have a gun, <laughs> right?" So they legitimately go to her and her family and try to get her to give the cops the gun. Good. Yeah, because they're like, "This bitch is crazy." She don't need no weapon. No. Now, I... Okay. I don't think everyone should have any weapon they want, but I especially think that crazy people should not have weapons. No. I used to work in a mental health facility, and the fact that some of those people could have gone and bought them because, A, there's there's not huge documentation of where they live. It's an apartment complex. And, B... I got in a fight one time with this kid because he's like, well, if they get caught lying that they've been mental uh, in a mental institute, it's whatever, whatever. I'm like... Yeah, but if they're caught lying after they... I go, after they shoot people, 10 people, it doesn't yeah. matter that they lied. Yeah. So, okay. Right. This lady should not have a gun. But it gets worse, so don't worry. <laughs> <sighs> this lady, I don't even know. So, in August of 1986, Lori contacts that pre-med boyfriend she had, mm. who's now a hospital resident, and says she's had his child. Oh. Okay. So I got How many you, years later I got your baby. How many years later? Six. Okay. Wait. She better be fucking turning up a yeah, six-year-old six. kid then. Because <laughs> I haven't heard you mention that she's had a baby at all. Oh, no. She don't have a baby. <gasps> okay. So the doctor guy says, uh, you know you don't. <laughs> and so... Nice try, Greg Gray. Because he didn't agree with her... Lori calls the hospital he works at and claims he'd raped her when she was a patient in the emergency room. Oh, for the love of God. <laughs> yeah, nothing happens. It's fine. Oh, but also, like, was she ever even in the emergency room? They would easily be able to tell that that didn't happen. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Like, she's, she's so stupid. Okay. <laughs> okay, this part's funny. <laughs> so in September of 1986, just a month after the whole rape in the emergency room business... Ru- business. business. Russell reports that he's been stabbed in his sleep with an ice pick. What the? F- okay, I don't understand. <laughs> if you wake up, you're like, that was an ice pick. <laughs> okay. But also, I don't understand how so many people get stabbed with an ice pick. Who the fuck even has an ice pick? I don't even know what. We do not live in fucking Mount Everest. What is it even? Is it just like the little I don't book? know. I don't either, but. When I think of an ice pick, I think of a fucking ice pick that you're fucking climbing the. Mount Kilimanjaro with? Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, you're hanging from an ice wall and like. <laughs> trying to hook the neck. Yeah. Up. My thing is, it's like he he reports that he he knew it was an ice pick. Like was it, was the ice pick still there? Probably. It was probably like in his arm. Well, he accuses Lori of it, although he says he hadn't seen who attacked him. I'm Googling an ice pick right now. The police don't press charges against Lori because the report said the wound may have been self-inflicted. <laughs> also, Russell fails a polygraph test about it. So he stabbed himself with an ice pick and then tried to say it was her. Okay, so an ice pick literally just looks like a screwdriver. 
Show me. Oh. It's like a screwdriver with just a pointy. So I would have said I've been stabbed with a screwdriver. Right. Yeah. Because who actually has an ice pick? Well, I mean, I guess it's like the 80s, so maybe your ice just came in one big chunk. Okay. What is it? It's not the 1880s. This is ice pick. That's what I'm thinking of, yeah. I don't know. Just trying to make excuses for her. I don't know. But he fails the polygraph test, so the cops are like, bro, did you stab yourself with an ice pick? <laughs> Things. Russell can't get away from this lady. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, so they continue to get hang-up phone calls. Um, and Lori's eventually arrested for harassment. I keep getting those, too. They're all from numbers all over the fucking country. Yes. It pisses me off. Because every time they'll call me like seven times in a row and I'll finally answer the phone so I can be like, what the fuck do you want? And then they hang up. Oh, mm. I never answer. I don't until they've called me so many times. Because you're like, maybe it's... No, because oh. I'm like... Leave me alone. I'm going to answer this and tell you to fuck off. I just off. block it if I don't know. Yeah, me too, but then they just call from different A different numbers. number that looks almost the same but not, and you're like, I thought I blocked that, and mm. it's like one number different. Yep. Or they're calling from, like, cell phone numbers in the area. Yep, that's annoying. What in the hell? I hate all of them. I don't know, but... If you are a fucking robocaller or somebody that masks your number and just randomly calls people, you can fucking die. Yes, don't like you. Hate you. Go away. The charges are eventually dropped against Lori, though, for the hang-up phone calls. In April of 1987, so that, I mean, they split up in 86, so it's taking a year. Divorce is being finalized, and Lori accuses Russell of raping her again. Oh, my God. There's no evidence that she's been raped, but she passes two polygraph tests about it. Hmm. So he's not passed one about being stabbed with an ice pick. She is passing them about being raped. But there's no evidence for anything. Well, I mean, where would you get evidence at that point? I don't know. Bruises? When is she saying that she's raped? It doesn't raped. say. Yeah. Also, do you think it's warm in here? No. I was about to get a blanket. I'm sweating. <laughs> the air it's because I ate. I swear there's something wrong with me. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it is. I need a fan to carry at all times. I did not spell this word coming up correctly, but thank God I know what the word is supposed to be. In May of 1987, Lori accuses Russell of placing an incendiary device inside her home. (laughs) He tried to light my ass on fire! No charges were filed, of course, because that seems to be the way. And Lori's parents believe her and defend her throughout these claims against Russell. With no proof, they just believe her. Which happens all the time. Yeah. So, Lori, during this time, is seeing another psychiatrist for obsessive-compulsive disorder and a, quote, chemical imbalance. Well, she got some sort of imbalance, that's for sure. Oh, just wait. Um, the doctor eventually tells police that she's not suicidal or homicidal. Neither of those are true, but that's okay. <laughs> I think that doctor got his license from a cracker jackbox. I think he got a mail-in one, like the guy from Paradise Lost, where he took yeah. no classes. <gasps> What? He's trying to come in here. Okay. He's okay. Cody. Hi, baby. Come here. Good boy. Come here. Oh, he's sweet. And I've got Ace curled up next to me like a... (laughs) 
So what, okay, so since she's not a teacher, what is the other job that you imagine would be very scary for this person to have? Daycare provider. Lori works oh. as a babysitter. Stop! Swear to God. All right, I've had enough of this love. Thank you, goodbye. Go back now. You're too much. Go. Hey, bestie. You stink. Go. Hi, best friend. I, that was just a fucking wild guess. I cannot believe that was right. So she works as a babysitter. Don't like that. I would rather be a teacher. Some clients are very happy, and some complain to the police about damage to their furniture and theft from their house. Oh. Lori's parents pay off the people that accuse her of uh, damaging their stuff so that no charges are filed against her. They seem to be bailing her out a lot. You think? Also, this lady had to have the crazy eyes. (laughs) I'll find a picture of her. They're dead. They're just... <laughs> if she showed, if I was like, I need a babysitter, and she showed up, I'd be like, No, not until you get some life in that face, girl. No, no, I ain't having no ghost, dead, dead eyed something babysitting my kids. No. no zombies. No, it's what she looks like. She looks batshit. <laughs> she was. Her face goes along with her personality. Her everything, yeah. So in the summer of 1987. Lori sublets a university apartment in Evanston, Illinois. Uh, she attends no classes at university, just sublets his apartment for some reason. Oh. So she starts exhibiting really strange behavior while she's there, including riding up and down the elevator for hours at a time. That is fucking weird. Which, you know, totes normal. <laughs> I, well, how high do you have to be to be riding the elevator up and down all the time? Depends on how many levels there are in the building. <laughs> I, I picture there's like three. <laughs> uh, funny. Anyway, so she would put on, she had to wear gloves in order to touch any metal. That's fucking normal. And here's something I even put ew. She would leave meat to rot in her couch cushions. That is so fucking disgusting. Why would you ever do that? I don't know. I'm so appalled by that. What would ever, first of all, make you be like, that's what I'm going to do. Let's put it in the couch Let's cushions. put this nice pork loin under the couch cushion. <sighs> I don't know. Mm. But I literally wrote, ew. What the, f- like, did you, did your meat dress get stuck in the fold <laughs> of the couch? Yeah, maybe it's just left it there to rot. <laughs> yeah. Or I just can't imagine, like, mm, this is a nice chuck roast. Also, why are you fucking wasting that shit? I think it goes under the couch cushion. I hope she's just... Letting hot dogs or something rot because at least those are only like it just says cents. meat. That's disgusting. Yeah. So in the fall of 1987, so that was the summer. She's acting batshit. Oh, good. She's also doing it in the summer. Yeah. So that's smelling real good. <laughs> yeah. In the fall of 1987, Lori claims that she gets threatening letters from Russell and that he sexually assaulted her in a parking lot. Wrote those to herself. The police. She also is passing lie detector tests because she's crazy and convinced herself that it's Well, yeah, and the police don't believe her because she's living in Evanston. He still lives back at home. Like, he's not traveling to some other town to just assault you in a parking lot. Right. Also, you have rotten meat in your couch. Yeah, nobody believing you about nothing. No. No. So a few weeks later, she buys a thirty-two caliber Smith & Wesson revolver. Why? Okay. So why? You got a Magnum now? I thought they took that away. No, no, they didn't take it away. They oh, tried. Lord. And now she has a thirty-two caliber Smith and Wesson revolver. Mm. That's great. News. And she's on the move again, right? 
In November of 1987, Lori moves to Madison, Wisconsin to live in a student residence while being observed by a psychiatrist who specializes in OCD. Hmm. She begins taking clomipramine? Clomipramine? No idea. Eh. Sounds good to me. It's an OCD drug, and they eventually add lithium carbonate to uh, balance her out, and they initiate behavioral therapy. So she's getting help. Do you think this Apparently is going to work? not enough. No. No, or, because this is like the 400 psychiatrists that she's seen. So. Yeah, well, her strange behaviors continue, and she, you know, rides the elevator and does weird stuff, and she continuously changes the channels on the TV because there's good and bad numbers, and she can't stop on a bad one, so she just, like, <laughs> clicks through the... I'd be like, put the goddamn remote down now. <laughs> that's like that um, gif that's like... Stop putting so much shit on your Snapchat story because this is literally me watching it. And it's just clicking, yes. clicking through all the channels. Yes. Yeah. But I am somebody that can't have the volume at not a it five zero be... or an even number. Yes. Yeah. Like don't put it on twenty seven. Like, no. Like why? No. I can't do it in the car either. Nope, me either. It's weird. I I think a lot of people are like that. Okay, ready for this? In December of 1987, Lori then purchases a 22 semi-automatic Beretta pistol. She certainly don't need this many. No, she's packing heat like nobody's business. She And babysitting. She's still babysitting? Uh, no, not right this moment, no. Okay, well, that's great news. Well, yeah. We won't get any rotten meat on the children. Ew, no. In March of 1988, Lori stops going to her psychiatrist and stops Always attending good. behavioral therapy. Always good. You're, but, you're but cured, girl. That happens. People feel better and they're like, oh, I'm done. Yeah. But they, like, you nope. feel better because you're getting help. You don't feel better because you're cured. Right. So she starts doing some other weird stuff again. Does it get much weirder than the meat and the cushions? Than meat cushions? No, that might be the, the weirdest. It gets... Uh, uh, Zanier, one might say. <laughs> so, Lori starts stealing books from the library on poison. Because that's not suspicious. Not at all. She steals arsenic from a pharmacy. Also not suspicious. And starts diluting it. Which, I don't know why. That's weird. Yeah, it it, go, it doesn't work out. Um, she steals clothes and wigs um, from local stores and gets arrested for theft. <laughs> she wants to camouflage herself for something that happens later. And her, a doctor, and finally her father tried to get her into inpatient treatment. Do you think she goes? I'm going to say no. Correct, Mundo. She does yes. not. She refuses. As most people do. Right. They tried to make me go to rehab. I said no, no, no. I mean, this is psych treatment, but same thing. Right. <laughs> um, also, rest in peace, Amy Winehouse. I love you. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so she continues making hang-up phone calls to her former in-laws, her former babysitting clients, um, her ex-boyfriend and his new wife, like, makes threats to them. She's out of her goddamn tree. She, yeah, she, <laughs> she should have been put down as a kid, and it would have, <laughs> for no other reason than she's just annoying and problematic. I mean, once you call home and you're like, hey, ma, I'm getting my degree in home economics, like, that's it. That's time. Yeah, we got It's gotta... time to be, what's the word I'm looking for? Dispatched. Euthanized? <laughs> yeah, I dispatched, euthanized, yes, I think. Something. Gotta Expired. Go. That's what I was yes, trying yes, to yes, think yes. of. So in May of 1988, Lori sends a letter 
probably full of It's amazing that she can even compose a letter. Well, she writes a letter to the hospital administration where that med school ex now works, again accusing him of sexually assaulting her. So she's making all of these phone calls, right? But they're happening across state lines. She's living in Madison right now. So the FBI gets involved. And they issue a warrant for her arrest. Because she's crazy. Well, the boyfriend, well, the ex-boyfriend, presses charges too, but says he doesn't want any charges pressed against her out out in the public until other charges are pressed on her because he's afraid she'll make bail and come and literally kill him. Uh, she probably would. She got three she fucking may, handguns. She may have tried. <laughs> I don't know that she would have killed him. So the FBI's like, bitch, we, we got some warrants for you. Yeah, you're going to have to come with us, please. So, <laughs> God. so that's in the beginning of May. In the middle of May of 1988, a janitor finds Lori in the fetal position inside a garbage bag in the trash room of the housing she's living in. How'd that bitch get herself in a garbage bag? Also, like, what was she doing? Just gonna lay there forever and die? Till somebody found her? Or did she throw herself down Was she down trying to, to get in? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> How did, did she tie it up? How the fuck did she tie it up from inside? So many questions. Crazy people are tricky, man. <laughs> yeah, they are. Who knows? Uh, so her room is searched. They think she's a little unstable. They send oh, her back you home. You fucking to- think so? <laughs> she climbed in a trash bag and threw and herself down the chute. <laughs> I just imagine like, ping, 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 ow, ooh, ah, the whole way down. Um, so they send. Okay, but also, can you imagine being the custodian? And you open that, the like, goes. Like, <laughs> like was her or her eyes closed when she just wo- wide dead eyed. Oh my god! Face. I'd literally shit my fucking pants <laughs> if you just open this garbage bag and she's like, eh. and she's just like, I'm sleeping here, <laughs> dead eyed. You like poking her? Is she is she alive? Like yeah. what is going on? So they send her back to her parents. Get 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 out of here. in the trash bag. Or- <laughs> they should have, but no. Did they pick? So, did they pick overnight mail for that? Yeah, trip? they think so. They UPS her. Um, so Lori starts preparing rice cereal snacks. I mean, rice krispies. Let's be real. Okay. And juice boxes that she poisons with the diluted arsenic. Who is she preparing these for? I shall tell you. Okay. She mails them, some of them, to former acquaintances, ex babysitting clients that weren't happy with her, her psychiatrist. She sends one to Russell, of course. Naturally. Yeah, can't forget him. She personally delivers some to former babysitting clients, as well as some frats and some of the halls at Northwestern University. Some have notes on them. Okay, if some unknown mailer mails me juice boxes and Rice Krispie treats, those are going in the fucking garbage Yeah, well, okay. So most of the drinks leaked when she mailed them. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and the snacks tasted really bad, so, so away. <laughs> most weren't eaten. And because she diluted the arsenic so heavily, that even the ones that got eaten didn't make anybody sick. <laughs> <laughs> so she stole arsenic, poisoned these baked goods, and nobody got sick. <laughs> these baked goods taste like shit because they're poisoned. And, like, they throw them away. Oh, my God. Okay, so this this is... This is the last... I mean, we're working the tweaks out here. First time isn't perfect. 
Yeah. But here here is the shit show of all crime sprees, ready? That's the that's the beginning. Nobody gets sick from any arsenic. This is where It's a good start. It gets good start. This this is Have you ever seen the movie um Falling Down? It's like an older movie where literally I think that's what it's called. Literally his whole day just goes to shit. I don't think I've ever heard of it. This is another one of those <laughs> days. May 20th of 1988. Are you ready? Whew, it's a doozy. Nothing goes right. <laughs> so at 9 a.m., Lori shows up to babysit um, the two youngest Rush children in Winnetka. They'd recently told her that they, the family was moving, so she was taking the two one to the two youngest boys on an outing, kind of to say bye and whatever. Mm-hmm. So they're supposed to go on this outing, and instead they go to the Ravinia Elementary School. Lori thought that her former sister-in-law's children attended school there. Uh, they do not, because she's too stupid. But she leaves the children in the car and goes into the school. <laughs> and this is where my life would begin. Ready? She attempts to detonate a firebomb in the school hallway. It does not explode. Makes a small fire that is quickly extinguished by a teacher. <laughs> Also, what was her plan? She was trying to kill her sister-in-law's children. Yeah, yeah but she set, set the, the bomb off. off. She we were going to get her, too. What well, didn't even get nobody. Right. It made, like, a trash can fire. And the, and the kids were like, uh... There's smoke. Mr. Jim, there's a fire over there. And he just, like, extinguishes it. <laughs> he just it. stomped it out. Yeah, and everybody split. goes about their business. <laughs> and she's, like, hiding behind so the So she just corner. leaves, like, oh, shit. So she heads back to the car and drives to a nearby daycare where her ex-sister-in-law's daughter was there. Wasn't at the school, but a different daughter was at this daycare. She attempts to enter the daycare with a big plastic can of gasoline, and the staff stops her and doesn't let her in. Obviously. Sends her back to the car. <laughs> Why would you ever even think that, that was Don't mind me! <laughs> I'm, I'm just the maintenance man coming in here to gas up some of these kids. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm so I'm so fucking sorry. But at your craziest crazy point, in what world would you ever think just I'm just gonna tote this gas can into this daycare and everything's gonna be hunky dory and nobody's gonna stop me, nobody's gonna notice and everything's gonna be fine. I'm just gonna pour this uh, in the corner where the kids are, you know, circle time, everybody crisscross applesauce. I'm gonna pour gasoline in this little circle here, and then we're gonna see what matches do, and it's gonna be fun. And then and I'm gonna have a teachers... lighter that don't work. <laughs> she's gonna, she's flicking gonna... it like 15 times, yeah. and nothing's happening. And it's gonna be one of those, uh, like a Zippo those what, lighter, no, or the one where you have to push Andy the thing at the same time. Yeah, she can't no, get to it'll go be like a same. Zippo lighter, so she'll like light it and toss it, and it'll fucking go out when it'll she tosses closed. it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what the plan was there, but she's like, okay, and leaves. Plan C. No, just wait. So she. <laughs> So she drives the children back home, right? And attempts to give them poisoned arson, arsenic milk. But the boys... It tastes like shit, so the they The boys quickly the spit it out because it tasted strange. <laughs> she then lures them to the basement and uses that gasoline to trap the mom and the two boys in the house and sets the house on fire. What are we on? Are we on plan D? They all escape, mind you. No one gets hurt. <laughs> <laughs> So she's literally set off a bomb that hurt no one. She, she tried to poison people. Nobody got sick. She she tried to go into a daycare with gas. Nobody let her in. She tried to trap 
three people in a house and burn it down, and they all escape. <laughs> They're like, the fuck you doing? We're just leaving. This is a walkout basement, and you've trapped us in the room with the door out. <laughs> yeah, so, oh boy. That's what I mean. This is how my crime spree would go. <laughs> So Lori then drives alone the three blocks to Hubbard Woods' elementary school with her three handguns. Great. She wanders around for a bit, finds a boy in the hallway, shoves him into a bathroom, and shoots him with her Beretta pistol. Why are you allowed to wander around a school? It's the 80s. Okay, I don't care if it's the 80s. If there's a fucking adult wandering around an elementary school. It's pre-Columbine, man. Nobody paid any attention. Who cares if there's a fucking adult? If you saw her face, she's got the crazy dead eyes. Right. Send her ass outside. if there's an adult wandering around and it's not a teacher, I don't care if it's fucking 1950. You should be like, what? Okay. At least, can I help you? Are you lost? What are you doing? So she shoots this boy in the bathroom with her Beretta pistol. That's awful. Well, she then tries to shoot two more boys with her Magnum revolver, but it jams, so she throws it into a nearby trash can, including the ammunition. Jesus. The boys run off and tell an adult. Obviously. Yeah. Okay. Also, you're shooting people in the bathroom. How did that not tell an adult? Right. So then she walks into a second grade classroom. Oh, my. And orders the children into a corner and uh, draws her twenty two Smith and Wesson and fires at students. She hits and wounds four students, but kills eight-year-old Nicholas Corwin. Uh, he, is he the one in the bathroom? No. Oh. Just wait. Okay. So she kills him and injures four students, two boys and two girls in the classroom. Mm. She then flees to her car. That's awful. It is. The f- somebody should grab that fucking revolver out of the trash can. The teacher probably just had the goddamn safety on. Yeah, she just, but can you imagine, like, Nah, screw it. Throw well, it in the trash can. Like, more. take it with you. Like, so Lori uh, pulls out of the parking lot of the school, but is prevented from leaving because the road had been closed due to a funeral procession that was coming. Oh no! So she tries, to, she tries to drive her car backwards down a different road, but it, the road dead ended in a private driveway. Oh, this is so unfortunate. <laughs> So she's like, God damn it. What do so, I do now? So she gets out of her car, sees there's blood on her shorts, takes her bloodstained shorts off, and ties a blue garbage bag around her waist. Where <laughs> do you even get blue garbage bags? Like a recycling bag? But we're definitely going to see underwear through them. Right. Anyway. Is yeah, it the bag that she was sleeping in? <laughs> she likes garbage bags. Yeah, I think that... Her sleeping in a garbage bag is the appropriate place for her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So then she takes her guns, right, with her trash bag around her waist, and goes through the woods. Did she, like, poke holes in the bottom for her legs and wear it like a... I think she more wore it like a sarong. Like, wrapped <laughs> it, tied it. Okay. I don't know. Instead of, like, gaucho pants. Yeah. Yeah, so she wanders through the woods and stumbles upon the home of the Andrews family. She straight up just... Goes into the house and finds a mother there with her 20-year-old son named Philip. She tells them she was raped and shot her rapist out of self-defense. And they're sympathetic to her because, I mean, again, 80s people are stupid back then. And this lady just shows up in a garbage bag. You're gonna, <laughs> you're, gonna, you're clearly going to believe anything they say. 
Like, if a lady comes in here in a garbage bag right now, okay, let's I'm not believing in a straight. single word she says. She ain't coming up in here, okay? If she knocks on the door, I'm going to do like I do no, with I don't the think Jehovah's she Witness. She just walked right up in here. Okay, well, you ain't walking right up in here because the door's I'll, not locked right now. But I'll you throw Ace at you. Also, he's like a three-pound dog. I'll fucking hide, like I do from the Jehovah's Witness, right there on that couch. They come up to the door, right by that window behind you, and Violet and I will literally just lay down. Yeah, man, they're annoying. But yeah, like, I, Sorry. you don't believe the lady that busts in your house in a garbage bag? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if she's wearing garbage bag pants, I could see where you would believe her. I wouldn't. I'd be like, why the hell are you No, no, no. I mean, like, an 80s person? Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But I'd be, I, I'm suspicious of everything, so I'd be like, no. No, yeah. Call the police. So Never the, come to my house. Yeah, no. Oh, Sorry. My yawn, I have to get it in every episode. Yeah. Um, so the wa- the mom gives her a pair of pants to put on, and while she's doing this, the son, Philip, pockets her Beretta pistol. Can he pocket the other one, too? Well, they try. So they call Lori's parents, and Lori- Call the fucking police! Well, yeah, you'd think. But Lori tells her mom that she did something terrible and that the cops are involved. So Philip takes the phone and tells the mom the story cockamamie story about rape and shooting people and tells the mom come get her from our house and the mom says i can't i don't have a car oh okay so you know i mean edith joy don't drive which sounds like that probably is true yeah um so then mr andrew comes home mr andrews he comes home and tries to get Lori to give up the other gun so in all of this the mom escapes and goes and gets the police the dad says, if you won't give up the gun, I'm leaving. I'm not staying in here. And literally leaves the house because she won't give up the other gun. And she makes Philip stay. Oh, that's great. So he leaves his son in there and says, one love. <laughs> you ain't giving up the gun, I'm leaving and leaves. So they're going to have a shootout now. Man, no. Like a duel. Sort of. So Lori makes Philip stay. She sees the cops approaching the house. Shoots Philip in the chest. Oh, my. Oh, don't worry. He escapes and is rescued in the lawn by ambulance personnel in the yard. Good. Yes. Good for you, Philip. Yes. The house is surrounded, obviously, and Lori's like, screw you guys, I'm going upstairs. You're going to take a nap. Pretty much. So the cops... I'm go climb into my nice garbage bag, <laughs> take a little nap. Yes. Roll myself out to the curb. <laughs> yes. So the cops bring her parents and Russell to the scene. Because God knows, Russell will be helpful. Why? I don't know. Do you? They probably called him and he was like, I really don't want to be involved with this shit anymore. He's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> this bitch, man. I cannot get rid of her. No. So at 7 p.m., so, so this was in the morning that she did all this stuff. So at 7 p.m., an assault team enters the house while the dad's attempting to, like, distract her with a bullhorn. Like, get her to talk to them. Um, the police uh, find her body in the bedroom upstairs. She'd shot herself in the mouth. Oh, no. That's the one thing she did, right? So, uh, so she's dead. Oh, I thought she would have, like, just shot, shot a couple teeth off out her, or something. That would have that put a kicker in the whole thing. Yeah. But, after all of that rampage and all of her attempts at crime... All but Nicholas Corwin survive. That's really sad. I mean, that's really great that she's so fucking stupid and she attempts to kill She's so horrible that she can't kill people? Right. 
But I feel really bad for that kid. Yeah. And his parents. Um, one little girl from the school did have severe internal injuries, but made it. Um, Philip Andrews here uh, gives interviews about gun control from his hospital bed because, you know, he got shot in the chest by right. a crazy person right. who should have been stopped hours earlier in the day. Yes. Um, he becomes the executive director of the Illinois Council Against Handgun Violence. Oh. He later becomes a lawyer and an FBI agent. Wow. He's doing big things. Catching other crazies. Yeah. Um, there's a book called Murder of Innocence that becomes a made-for-TV movie starring Valerie Bertinelli. Oh. Um, and Russell, the real Russell, helps her prepare for the role as Lori. Oh. So what's he, like, the movie called? Murder of Innocence. We should find that. Yeah. For sure. And I want to see if it goes as crazy bad in the movie as it did in real life. It's probably a little bit exaggerated, Probably. So, uh... (laughs) It's adorable. So they search for a reason for all this, right? What in the hell happened? Minus the fact that she's nutso. So many blame Lori's parents for defending and protecting her because they refused to talk to the cops after it happened, and they refused to give Lori's psych record to the cops. I mean, they later got it with a subpoena, but they were refusing, and they had cleaned out most of her bedroom before the cops could look around in it. Hmm, that's convenient. But one thing they did find was a news article in Lori's bedroom. It talked about a man who had shot himself like Lori did through his mouth, had survived it, and the injury had cured his OCD. Um. I- when you shoot part of your brain out, it changes you. Yeah, that's like... Performing your own brain surgery. Yeah, your own lobotomy. That is literally just spraying and praying. That is for sure. That's the (laughs) definition. Um, So they briefly investigated Lori, thinking that she was responsible for the Chicago Tylenol murders. She ain't that fucking smart. Those actually killed people. Those worked, yeah. She's diluting arsenic so much that people won't even, that it tastes funny, which that's the poison people use because you're not even supposed to be able to taste it. Right, so she obviously didn't diluted enough but nobody got sick that's true so what maybe was she diluting she it makes, with maybe she just makes a shit fucking batch of rice krispies yeah, like, so yeah so that is the attempted crime spree of Lori dan uh nicholas corwin has been remembered a lot in um a lot of the, uh, what are they called? The March for Our Lives stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a picture you can find online where somebody had a big banner with Nikki Corwin on it. Yeah. For him in all of those things. Although it's weird because he died in a very strange occurrence of gun violence in a school. Yeah. <laughs> not a normal one. Yeah. Um, Somebody had wrote a book about Lori. Well, not about Lori, but about something and included Lori in it and had a lot of misinformation, was saying that she did it because she was anti-man and she killed her own kid and she only killed men. and only- no, She was just crazy. Yeah, and somebody, and somebody was like, bro, no. So they had to issue an apology that all of their information was inaccurate. <laughs> but let's see how many people she would have killed. So let's just, let's just say an even 10 that she tried to poison. Mm-hmm. So there's 10. She shot... Six kids at school. She tried to burn up three people. So we're at, what, 19? She tried to burn up how many children at the daycare center? Right. Then she 
shot another person. So she how literally tried she, to kill at least 40. How many did she try to people. bomb at the school? Yeah. Too. So she tried to kill 40 people and she killed one. <laughs> and if that is not an accurate representation of what would happen to me if I went on a crime spree, <laughs> I don't know what is. Because I couldn't, I couldn't even kill one, I'm sure. No. I would be like at the end of Pineapple Express when he tries to shoot. He says, fuck the police! And just shoots the ceiling with his big gun. <laughs> that would be me. Because I wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> but I can guarantee if I'm going to attempt to poison people, I'm going to poison them. Yeah. But, like, make it something they'll eat. Right? <laughs> Like, I love that she's like, okay, kids, drink this milk. And they're like, Ugh, no. And she's yeah. like, okay, come down here. I'm going to light your whole house on fire. And they're like, okay, bye. And right. just escape. And they don't get hurt. <laughs> she, like, she might be the dumbest motherfucker <laughs> on the this planet. The worst criminal ever. Literally, mm. award goes to Lori Dan. Congratulations, Lori. You, you dumb as you shit. You have won. You win. You've won something for the first time in your life. <laughs> right? You completed something. Yeah. A really bad crime spree. Good job, Lore. I just, can you imagine Russell, though? He's got to be like, this bitch. Right? She just won't <laughs> go away. And she's not even smart enough to do bad stuff. Like, that's crazy. Like, okay. And I kind of picked this, too, because we went from, like, Gacy annihilating hundreds of people it felt like yeah to this lady trying and completely failing on almost everything she tried she failed at school she failed at poison she failed at burning stuff she failed at bombs she failed to even leave the parking lot in her own car she she failed to kill a person she shot in the chest like how bad of a shot are you that you can't kill someone with a shot to the chest yeah that's not good would she nick a nick a rib or what? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like even I could kill someone if I shot him in the chest. Right. She also shot him in the chest in the house, so it's like close range. So right. It wasn't like she was sniping him from thirty yards. She was literally in the in the kitchen with him, and still didn't kill him with a shot. I mean, to the he chest. probably was like running and shit, but. Well, I, I don't understand why when she pulled that gun on him, he didn't just pull the one on he her. He had her other one. Right. Yeah, I don't know. But obviously this sparked a big debate of crazy people shouldn't have weapons, which right. why that has to be a debate, I do not understand. No. Have guns. I don't care. If you hunt, have guns. If you want protection, have guns. You don't need, like... If you have been going to a psychologist for mental... You don't need a gun. ...ongoing issues. I'm sorry. I will never think that crazy people need weapons. No. Especially three of them. Like, what the hell? Yeah, right? You, ma'am, can get a cap gun. You can get a... Fucked. A blow dart. You ain't having that You can get a blow dart gun. If you can kill anybody with one of those, good luck. But I doubt it because you can't even shoot somebody in the chest and kill them. She'd probably be the lady that fell down and it, like, stabbed into her her, uh, her artery. I shot at a squirrel with a blow dart gun once. I missed. (laughs) Back when I was an outdoorsy kind of kid. That's great information. Yeah, like, you can get a, a slingshot. And if you can take people out with one of those, more power to you, lady. But I doubt it. Because hey, you suck at all of this. They take out some of the Demogorgons on Stranger Things with a slingshot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whatever. She couldn't even set off a fire bomb. Like, what the? I don't even know what that is. A bomb made of fire, I guess. But I don't know how that works. All I think of is Spyro and it, like, <laughs> shot fire, you know? Did you ever play Spyro? 
Oh, yes, Spyro. Little, yeah. I didn't hear Spider something. No, no, Spyro. Yes, uh-huh. That was my shit. Yeah, that was good. Like Crash Bandicoot. Oh, too. I love that, too. I also loved Xena the Warrior Princess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Spyro was my jam. Yeah, that was good. That little guy. <laughs> and he'd run with the egg. Oh, he made me so mad. <laughs> at me and I'd lose my mind. <laughs> I would become violent. And I was somebody that couldn't sit still when I was playing in the living room. So I'd be like <laughs> moving around. I don't know. Anyway. So yeah. So basically if I were to say screw it, I'm going for a life of crime. This is about how it would go, I think. Yeah, probably. Only I would have shot off only half of my face. Right. And then I'd had to go to through court. With half Through a, a trial with half a face. Right. Because at that point, don't plead. You're no. too stupid. You Might as well let this ride. This, you have a better chance half, of getting insanity. This half of your face that you still have proves that you are guilty. Because you're missing half a face. Because you're, you're perpetually winking. I got one eye. Did you shoot them? No. <laughs> You're just, you can only wink with one eye because your muscles are all jacked up. It's like permanently clamped shut. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> you think you had crazy eyes before. Wait till you just wait got till one I show you this lady. She's just like <laughs> she's dead on the inside, mm. and her brain was dead a long time ago. I think. Mm. So anyway, that is the attempted crime spree of Lori Dan. She did a good round of applause. Good for job, that Lori. One. I mean, let's be thankful that she was so bad because yeah. a lot of kids could have been killed. Right. But you know the kids that were like, why is this lady just light this small, non-threatening <laughs> fire in our school? Um, somebody lit a smoke bomb in the hallway. Excuse me. <laughs> so, well, like, we had a kid one time that poured glue on the floor and lit it on fire. That had to have made a bigger fire than the, this fire bomb <laughs> thing she tried. Because we were all like, uh... <laughs> and there was just smoke coming off the floor, and the teacher's like, oh... <sighs> That's like when we blew up stop signs. I with a flammable, sticky, bomb-like substance. Our m- middle school started on fire one time. One time to get us out of school on Valentine's Day, somebody broke into the school and shot off all of the uh, fire extinguishers. So there was like all the foam stuff through the whole hallways, so we couldn't go to school. Also, his girlfriend didn't have to go to school on Valentine's Day because he dropped out. Oh. It worked out for me nicely because I was a freshman and I had a very cute older boyfriend and it was our first Valentine's Day, so I was fine with it. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happens when you go to ghetto school. But then he got, like, destruction of state property and, like, breaking and the whole shebang, but he got to have Valentine's Day with her because they didn't catch him till after that. Right. Idiots. Yeah, people are stupid, especially where I live, but. Lori sounds like she should have grown up there. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she should have went to school with me. Yeah. Oh, that was a weird noise. Mm. Anyway, that's all I got. Awesome. That's why I wanted you to be able to guess details <laughs> about one. her so you didn't already know because you legit it. guessed them right. I liked it. She's she's a peach. Yeah, I'll post her on the Instagram and you she's can see her a, dead the eyes. literal definition of a dumpster fire. She was except. She, her she couldn't dumpster, even lit the fire. She's just dumpster a dumpster. on fire. She's a smoldering dumpster. <laughs> she's just a dumpster. Like, she can't even get it lit. Right. She's, just sitting, she's just sitting in the dumpster with a... In her trash bag. With, with a plastic can of gasoline just waiting for somebody else to light the fire because she can't do it. Maybe this will spontaneously combust. She's just, like, trying to light it with her mind. Like Sheldon Cooper when he's like... Yeah. 
blowing you up with my mind. All right, my nose is stuffy all of a sudden, mm. and I'm sweating. Oh, sorry. All right, well. Anywho. Follow us on Instagram. Yes. Facebook. Well, yeah, well. Yeah, whatever. We're not good at that. No. Also, I'm really bad at the Twitter. I. Yeah, Twitter's, like, non-existent at this point. <laughs> it's not. I mean, when I do something on Instagram, I link it to Twitter, but I don't even hardly tweet from my own Twitter anymore. I don't know why. I just, I get on there, and it's just all, like, bleh. So then I get off. Mm. You know? I don't just, even use Twitter, so, so much, I have no idea. So much junk. Yeah. Memes well, a lot. Rate us, like us, follow us, subscribe. Tell yes. your friends. Um, I mentioned our Patreon page earlier, but I did not tell you the, uh, website for it. So it's Patreon. I have no idea even. It's patreon.com slash let's never meet. Again, let's never meet. It's pretty obvious that that's our name by now. Yeah, right. So exactly. try that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And donate. Even if you just gave us like a dollar a month. We'd be so happy with that. My husband told Brittany, me that he here's looking at you, to. kid. Yeah. My husband won't even do it, so somebody Brittany, support us. Brittany, I'm begging you. I know <laughs> I know that you're going to be listening to this because you're listening to a previous episode because you just texted me about it. I'm looking at you. Here's looking at you, kid. Yeah. I see, I see you, and I know you're listening. This is for you. And Artie, too. You listen, too. <laughs> and that's all I got. Perfect. Well, let's close up this let's uh candy store. Let's not burn this place up cuz yeah. Let's let's go like Lori Dan and not start a fire. Yeah. Okay. All right, it's past my bedtime. Me too. This is actually fairly early for us actually. Yeah, it is. It's only 10. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, I'm right. I'm normally in bed by now. Yeah, me too. I went to bed at like 8:45 last night. I've been asleep for at least an hour and a half by now the last two nights. <laughs> You're worn out? Yep. Aw. I'm tired. All right, well, we're going to get out of here. We shall talk later. Mm-hmm. Don't talk to strangers. Let's never meet. Bye. 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 Bye.